preach and preach. I got the Jesus peace. Preach, preach and preach. I got the Jesus peace. I got the God in me. Don't need the ice or the chain. I got the Lord with me. Don't need the friend or the gang. Preach, preach and preach. Preach. Don't have a church, but I reach. I heal the blind with a speech. They hit the beach for a piece. I brought my peace to the beach. Got some, got some, got some. They want that healing, I got some. They want that realness, it cost some. Costly, cost me penny. Bands, they try to block me. Told me, stop talking that blackness. So, kick you out the party. Gnarly. Pardon me, pardon me, pardon me. I found myself hit the lottery. No need to make an apology. Can't take that credit, it's God in me. I broke the chains on the ship. I broke the chain of command. He broke the chains on my sin. Then put that chain on my neck. My lady told me I'm kind of fly. My daddy told me he got to fly. Mama still call me her little guy. Grandma told me to go testify. Preach. Preach and preach. I got the G's Oh, dang. It's going down. James Brown style. Hey, what's up? It's your boy, the People's Preacher. And you definitely tune into the Av Podcast. Where we do two things. We give God glory and we tell stories. Tonight, I got a special guest. Well, they all special because they're all my brothers in Christ. they all doing it real big for the Lord. And this next brother is uh, is a brother I met a while back and I've been trying to get him in. And, we, you know, things happen, life happens. And so tonight, we're going to get it in. We're going to have a good time in the Lord. Uh, yeah, let's, so we're going to call my brother real quick and uh, we're going to get it in. Cuckoo! Yep, 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 yep. Hello. Hey, what's good, boss? Hello. What's going on, my brother? Dave, what's up, my brother? What's up? Welcome to the Av Podcast, man, where we do two things. We give God glory and we tell stories. And we got my brother live. In effect, David Silva, a.k.a. God Soldier. What it do? What's good? Good, good over there. Where you calling from? I'm coming from Bellflower, Bellflower, California. Oh, snaps. Yep. Amen. So... Before we get in into anything tonight, my brother's gonna share a scripture real quick and break it down. Tell us what uh, it means to him, and um, you know, a lot of times we go through things, and my, he's being a brother in Christ. He knows that we are not exempt from life, and when Amen. we get when we go through things, a lot of times, you know, people run to everything but God, even Christians, and so we Definitely. know that as Christians, we run to God's word, we run to prayer, we run to, we we run to worship. And so he's going to share a scripture that it's dear to his heart and something that uh, he's been, um, he ain't he, one of his anchors in, in faith. Amen. Amen. But Amen. Yeah. Amen. Well, um, check this out. I love this verse. This has to be one of my favorite verses in the Bible because um, when I was, when I'll pray, sometimes I'll tell myself like, oh, is God listening to my prayer? Like sometimes I felt like I just kept praying and I just felt like nobody was listening to my prayer. And then once I ran into this verse, all that just got erased. So we're going to look at Matthew 18, 20, Matthew 18, 20. And it goes like this in Jesus name. For where there are two or three gathered together as my followers, I am there among them. So with that verse alone, my brother, that just capitalized. That just showed me that God is listening to my prayer because his word is truth. You know, and, and we need to have faith in every single word that's in this Bible. 
So that 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 was one of my favorite verses, and I have another one. I have another one. It's called Philippians and Philippians four six, and it goes like this: In Jesus' name, don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank Him for all He has done. In Jesus' name. So that's another one that I love because, especially when this pandemic hit, this COVID hit, um. Um, I just I went to this verse and it eased me up. It, it gave me peace of mind because um, because, you know, God said not to worry. And he said it 365 times in the Bible. So that's one word for every day of, Ooh, of come this on, year. statistics. Okay. Amen. Amen. So. Amen. <laughs> hey man, you, you you gave me a double dose of the Holy Ghost, huh? Yeah. Not just amen. one. You said, I got to bring out. Pop, pop. Yeah, Amen. definitely. Man. You know, what? Uh, I love what you just said, man. You said that you read the scripture and it brought you, it, it gave, it, it brought, was it, what was the word? At, at ease. Yeah, at ease. It gave me peace of mind mm. because when, when this, um, you know, when March came along, this pandemic hit, COVID hit, we didn't know what we were dealing with. Mm. I didn't know. And we just kept hearing those you know, stories that people were in the hospital. People were just falling, dropping like flies. So, you know, little by little, you know, the, the, the enemy was trying to bring in that fear, you know, that spirit of fear. And and then, man, once I found this verse, man, you know, I just rebuked that spirit in the name of Jesus. Mm, come on. And um, Amen. one of the things I tell people all the time is like we are Christians living in a fallen world. And so what we don't go through, like there's not a separate kind of trial we go through. We don't go to. There's yeah. like not Christian trials and we don't go through Christian yeah. sin, you know, like we're dealing with everything everybody else is dealing with. But just like yeah. you said, it's how it's what we do. We go to God's word and, and it brings God's yeah. peace. I tell everybody peace yeah. that God gives us the peace. The word says that will perceive uh, that pers uh, uh, the peace that perceives all understanding. So no matter what Ooh. you're going through, no matter what your trial is, you can count on God's peace to get you through it. And Amen. 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 So talk to us. Give us give us a little preview on who David Silva is, a.k.a., a.k.a., a.k.a. Uh, soldier for Christ. Soldier for Christ. <laughs> yes. Um. Well, my name is David Silva. Um. I grew up in the city of Bellflower. I'm 31 years old. Um. um I, I, uh, I, I became saved about five years ago. Um, I, I'm married. I've been married for four years. Um, I've been with my wife for 13 years. Um, I have two beautiful kids. God blessed me with. Um, I'm a I'm a construction worker. God blessed me to be a foreman in my construction company. Okay. Um, that's a blessing. Um, and I love sports. I love to work out. I you know. Um, uh, what else? Um, and I, I like to spend time with my family and, and worship the Lord in Jesus' name. Amen. So rumor is is that you are the ambassador. Of Bowflower. Are you the ambassador? <laughs> nah, nah, maybe one of them. Because <laughs> I heard that you and your cousin yeah. one on one, you're fighting for who's going to be like the, the ambassador yeah. of Bowflower. Yeah, yeah, we were for a while. We were battling now. <laughs> so, you know what? Talk to me a little bit about, uh, I, I'm going to go this way with it real quick. So you okay. said you grew up in Bowflower, California, right? Yes. Well, I grew up in Norwalk, California, just right next door to you guys. And uh, one of the things that I know about Bowflower is there's uh, the diversities there, blacks, Mexicans, oh, yeah. whites. 
But yeah. two is if I say this, if I say this street name, you're going to go crazy. Which uh, one? Uh, Carnuda. No, is it Carnuda? No, no, no. Carnuda, no. yeah. Is it Carnuda? That's where it's at, yeah. Or eucalyptus. That, Carnuda. That's where, no, both, both. That's where I grew up. I grew up on Carnuda. Um, I, I lived there for many years, and yeah, Carnuda and eucalyptus, yep. So the, that's the one off of, uh, I believe it's... Uh, Alondra. Ooh, snaps. Yeah. I'm going to tell you a little story about that street. That street ain't no joke, man. I remember no. one time going uh-huh. down that street, we was witnessing, and somebody yeah. runs up to my homeboy, and he's straight, he's fresh off the streets, just got saved. He's from a yeah. Norwalk gang, and this guy yeah. runs up to him and goes, hey, bro, come on, bro, don't do this to me, dog. And then my boy's like, what you talking about? And I'm like, oh, my God, his name's Anthony. Rest in peace. Yeah. He said, uh, <laughs> I'm looking at Anthony's face, and Anthony's, like I say, he's fresh. And he's looking at me like, "What are you talking about, dog?" He's like, "Man, yeah. don't come on, man. I'll get you that money, dog. I, don't, don't, don't sell my car, man." And he's looking at him, and he goes, "Okay, then bring me back the money." And the guy left, never came back. But it was, it's, it's nuts. Talk to us a little Not bit yet. about growing up there in Bowflower um, and some of the things yeah. that you had because in Norwalk, we didn't have African Americans. A lot, you know what I mean? Nah. We didn't deal yeah. with a lot of the stuff that... It's mostly Hispanic. It's, like, it's yeah. Hispanic dominated there, yeah. And, and, just... and you know what? But talk Go to ahead. us a little bit about that, bro. Bro, you, like you hit it right on the spot. That's why I love Bellflower because it's diverse. It, it, it has everything, you know, African-Americans, it has whites, it has Hispanics, Asians, Filipinos. And, and, and honestly, I love growing up here because, you know, I'm not racist. I love all um, ethnicity and mm-hmm. um, they're all cool. But yeah, growing up here in Bellflower, yes, it, it is kind of rough. Like you said, in Carnuda and then Eucalyptus, a lot of gang activity, a lot of drugs, um, um, just a lot of wickedness, man. Um, um, and yeah, you know, I got into the gang life um, out here. And um, uh, uh, what was I going to say? Uh, yeah, man, it's just it, it could be rough, brother. It could be rough out here sometimes, man. Yeah, because... Uh... Yeah. Because I know, you know, grew up in Norwalk, I didn't really gangbang. That wasn't my thing. But I used yeah. to, uh, I was related to a brother from a certain gang. And the the first letter, I'll just say, is a B. Not a, not a blood. Yeah. And the last letter was an N. Uh-huh. I don't know if you remember uh-huh. that. Anyway, so they had the CFs uh-huh. over there. They had the 18 yeah. streets over there. Yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah. The BNs over there. And um. Yeah, I remember we going over there in Rose Street yeah. and all these different streets. Yeah, Rose Street. I grew up there too. Oh snaps! Yep, yeah, I, I grew up there from um, first grade to sixth grade, and then I moved to Carnuda from seventh grade all the way on to I graduated. Oh wow! So you know, yeah. So I got both worlds, you know, both ghetto streets, you know. <laughs> crazy, crazy, crazy. Yeah, yeah. So when um, when did you uh? You talked about living that gang life and um, how you were exposed yeah. to that stuff. You know, it sounds like pretty early in your life. Um, yeah. What, what 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 do you feel is the main element for you that attracted you to that lifestyle? Oh, man, pretty simple, my brother. Um, actually, um, I grew up being the only child. Um, I'm the only child. And um, when I was growing up, you know, uh, there was always people trying to mess with me or, you know, certain groups are trying to jump me. Um, and I also played high school basketball. Okay. So all this was going on and then, but I was still focusing on high school basketball. I played varsity since the te- uh, tw- uh, 10th grade. So on. Um, so, um, when I was in high school, actually, um, senior year, I tore my ACL. 
Okay, I tore my ACL. So after that, that's when I was upset and I started hanging around more of my, you know, with my friends that were not so good, you know, and they were in gangs and, and, they and all that. The, they and, weren't in the glee club. <laughs> yeah, no, they weren't in the sports club, man. And, um, you know, um, but, you know, that's another topic because being busy in sports helps you out, you know, but that's another topic. Definitely, but definitely. Going back to the, going back to the gangs, um. Like I said, there was um, there's a few times people were trying to jump me. I wouldn't have, I, you know, I, I couldn't call nobody. Hey, have my back. So you know, so so once I tore my ACL, so that started happening again. And I was like, you know, I had I met my friend that he was from he was from a street called 18th Street, and um, you know, little by little, I just started hanging around with him. Little by little, um, I started dressing different. Little by little, I started um cutting my hair shorter. Little by little, I started getting tattoos, and um, and and next thing you know, I got jumped in into you know 18th Street um gang and um and, and um yeah, brother, everything from there was just um I, I I was probably only in the gang for three years. I'm not gonna lie, I got in to be honest when I was 17, and then I got shot when I was 20. So I, I did three years of active you know, being an active gang member, and it didn't last long, my brother. Mm. Amen. Yes. We want to talk about uh, when you got shot, but real quick, you know, uh -huh. uh, 2020 is is uh, what some people have is visions. 2020, uh, 2020, yes. is, you know, can be kind of defined as clarity, seeing clearer. Um, yeah. You know, one of the things that I like to find out, I ask people is, what do you believe that God has shown you in this season, 2020, uh, whether it's good, whether it was bad, whether it was ugly? What are you going to go into 2020 when 2021 with what gems, what gold, uh, what, what nuggets? Like, what are you taking to 2021 uh, as a Christian? Okay. okay um, what God has showed me of this 2020 was that, um, like, we need to wake up as Christians, as followers of Christ. We need to stop being lazy and, mm. and get in our word. Come on. We need to stop being lazy and pray, be in our secret place. Um, and most importantly, man, just have faith in the Lord. Like have faith in the Lord. Yeah, all these crazy things are happening. People are dying, vaccines, you know, all kinds of. But we need this is the best time to exercise our faith. Amen, you know, amen. yes, everything was good um, from, like, you could say 2012 to, to 19. You know, everything was booming, you know, and, and everything. But, like, are you really going to are you gonna start exercising everything you learned in the Bible? You know what I'm saying? Because I felt like, like now this is the time where we just got to, uh, I'll repeat myself again, exercise the Word of God. Mm, you know, and, um, and, and, and he has showed me to, to just... To not fear, you know, fear not, you know, because there's a time, man, where the enemy was trying to bring in the spirit of fear when, when they were trying to um, bring in the vaccines and the mandatory vaccines and people saying that you're going to need a vaccine to travel, you know, all those scenarios. And I was just kind of getting a little bit overwhelmed. But then again, I go back to the word of God. And what does he say? He says, fear not, he says, don't worry about nothing. Come on, preach, you know, nothing. So, so why are we even giving a little bit of room to fear in our, in our walk? Like, no, you know, and, and I, I saw it like this, my brother, 
I see, I saw like sometimes we tell our kids like, Hey, don't be scared of this. Cause we know, you know, don't be scared. And you still see them kind of scared and it kind of bothers you like, son, I told you not to be scared. Well, it's the same way, but probably even like God, you know, he already knows what's going to happen. So he's probably more like, son, I told you how many times do not worry, you know, mm, <laughs> you know? So no, like, no. man, so so that's been one of them big things for me was like worryingness around this time, man. But you know what? Uh, um, I, I, after, like I said, praying, being in my secret place and, and just um, giving the Lord my time, he, he has um, he has given me that peace of mind, my brother, you Amen. know, and, and, and I want to share this because there's people out there that, yes, they know the Lord. Yes, they're in Christ, but they're not in the word. You know, so they're still getting attacked by the enemy with fear, anxiety, depression, uh, maybe going back to like drugs. Talk you know about what it. I'm Talk saying? Talk about it. Yes, brother. And, and people need to, like you said, don't turn to other things. Look to the to God. But, you know, it's just some people, huh, They, I, I don't know, man. Some people just need to wake up and go back to the Lord, brother. Amen. You know, er, uh, earlier this year, we was having conversations. I was having conversations with people about, you know, the, the quarantine, the, yeah. the church never closed. The buildings did. That was one of the things yeah. that I try to, I try to clarify every time I talk to somebody, the building closed, the church never closed. We was open. Amen. And, um, in this season, 2020, I believe was also a, 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 a season of like pruning, you know, like, yeah. like who's going to, at the end of the tunnel, who's going to still be there at when, when the dust settles, Amen. Who's going to be there? Because like you said, there was a season where, first of all, we got to understand we live in the greatest country in the world. Yes. You know, we have we're the spoiled. Freedoms. We're spoiled. Oh, dude. <laughs> yes. Yes. And we're definitely spoiled. We're, we're spoiled. We're, we're, we're we, we can be lazy. We can be materialistic. Yeah. Uh, yeah. God sometimes is three, four. Uh, he's like fourth on our list when we get in trouble. Yeah. And I was telling people that 2020 was a year where people's foundations were being rocked. People's so-called faith in God was being tested because are you Amen. really, because, you know, people up until 2020, I mean, let's just be real. Some people's walk with God was based on a building. Yeah. Was based on a man, was based on yeah. a ministry or a title within the church. And when the, yeah. the so-called building closed, what happened is a lot of people had to be like, dang, like now I got to put everything, yeah. like you said, I have to exercise everything that I've yeah, been learning. Yeah. And a lot of people, I hate to say it, my brother, it's sad that a lot of people started off good in March and they're not doing well right now. Yeah. Because they didn't anchor in, they did, like you said, they didn't get into their secret place. They didn't dig in. Yeah. And me and you are not special. We just no. know that, look at, and you know this as well as I do, a man... Who knows who he is in Christ will also know who he's not. So we Ooh. need to know that we are nothing. We can do nothing and we can accomplish nothing without God. So we have to depend Amen. on God. Until this point, a lot of people were depending on, like I said, a man, a ministry, maybe a title they were given in the church. And they were kind of coasting. And like you said, yes. man, you had to go to your secret place. You had to. To go to God's word to get ease because fear is going to try to get on us, bro. And depression yeah. and depression is huge. I deal with depression yeah. sometimes. It's huge right now. Yeah. Suicide, yeah. 
alcoholism, drug use. I mean, people are trying to cope. People are stuck at home. They don't know what to do. Yeah. And so, man, you... No, and, then, and then they're even at home all day, and they don't even have time to open the word. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, man. man. No, but, but we were, yeah, man. But that's what we're here for. You know, we're out here to reach the lost, man. Mm, come on. You know, and, and that's why, brother, like, um, since the church uh, closed, I was, you know, texting people, reaching out to uh, 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 church members just to see how they're doing. Amen, you know? amen. And, and that's what we got to do. And at the same time, like, our, you know, whenever we're at gatherings, you know, tell tell people the word of God, you Come know, because every time we're in gatherings, all, all you hear is about this news about COVID. Yeah, you yeah. Know? And, and, you know, and, and, and you don't hear really nobody talking about God when it should be the opposite, you know. Yeah. Um, but then again, that's an opportunity for us to step in. And, and, and like for me, brother, like the other day, it was my grandpa, my uh, my girl's uh, dad's birthday. And um, and dude, it was a perfect time for me to step in and tell him about God, just because, you know, some of them felt sad, like you said, depression. And, and you know, these are just like perfect moments for us to just, you know, preach the gospel yes, to people yes, that yes. need it. Amen. I think. Uh, yeah. Kovic has really like consumed our conversations, consumed our minds, yeah. consumed yeah. us. Uh, our, our, I ain't gonna lie, dude. Uh, Kovic has at times because I work in a hospital has really yeah. consumed my conversations. Uh, Donald Trump yeah. has really consumed my conversations. Uh, hey Amen. That's another. That's another topic too <laughs> that we need to hit too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, let, let, you know what, brother? Let's talk about it. Okay. So let's do it. What do you? What, what's on your mind? What's okay, on your heart, brother. man? Well, yeah, bro. Like, like you were saying, there's a time where, like, yes, of course, you know, I'm reading my word, and um, you know, I have my relationship with the Lord. But then I felt like I was also t giving um Donald Trump too much of attention. You know hey, what I'm hey, saying? Me too. I, feel, <laughs> me too. I feel like us people, like, yeah, we kind of got, you know, some of us got carried away, and there's some people right now that idolize him. You know what I'm saying? So, True like that. I said, that, could, that, yeah, so. So, you know, I, I kind of like step back a little bit, be like, Lord, you know, I'm sorry for giving them too much attention, you know, but, you know, I just pray for him and I pray for our government. Yes. You yes. know, so, and, and Lord, I pray for you to pick the best president for us. Father yes. God, you are in control, Father God. And, you know, you are in control. And, you know, that's what I was telling them, you know, because I do see a lot of people out there. You know, you know, you know, out there, but it's cool. I'm just saying it's cool, but you can't give yeah. Trump more support and more love than you than you're doing to god because now you're making god jealous we know Come remember on. we serve a jealous god yeah you know now i ain't gonna lie bro i was on that yeah. train too i was on the trump me train too. <laughs> i had my trump socks you know yeah, what I'm saying? me too though bro hey i was yeah i was with my american flag i was like hey i was like you know, which is good <laughs> no it's cool but then again you know you, you gotta just boundaries man yes, there's always yes, boundaries yes. with everything like god don't want us to be all like religious and be up uptight, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. That, okay, yeah, so man. we ain't even gonna ask you who you voted for, hey, yeah. man. <laughs> but check this out, man. You know, like, love God. You yeah. know, love your country. But like you yeah, said, amen. we got to chill out and we got to be balanced. And you know, that's. Amen. And I, I, I was telling people the other day. I said, like, man, dog, you guys be idolizing that guy Trump. You guys, it's like he's yeah. your savior. He's your God. I said, no, he's not. But at the same yeah. time. It looks like that, you know, people just, people looking yeah. at us like, dang, these people are really about that Trumpster, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. But amen, that, that's a that's a whole but, other... But then yeah, yeah, and then you have like, you know, worldly people criticizing us like, oh, you know, um, 
Um, you know, they're just, you know, they're for Trump more than they are for Christ. And, you know, when, when they don't even know what we do in the, in, in the behind the scenes, which is, you know, worshiping, uh, um, pr you know, um, praying, you know what I'm saying? Like, like yeah. <laughs> amen. Yeah. So let, amen. So let's, let's go into a little bit more. Um, yes. you know, you talked about being a father, you talked about amen. being a husband, how, how hard, how challenging have you ran? In, what kind of challenges have you ran into this year? Uh, being a pops, being a dad, with the schools being closed and the Zoom, which I I, I can't stand Zoom, but yeah, I mean, what are some of the like the challenges or the good yeah. things and the challenges of being a, a dad in this 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 world and this during this pandemic? Yeah. Man, let me tell you, my brother, like man, I am blessed. I, I like man. This whole pandemic, I have been getting nothing but blessed from the Lord, man. Mm, Thank God that, that I that I never stopped working, my brother. Thank God that I have gotten more overtime this year than any other year. Like, my mm. brother, you have no idea how much God has blessed me, and I thank him every day, and I give him honor. You know, I give him honor. Um, but, like, um, but, you know, my wife, she she's going to school. So she's at home with the kids. Um, you know, the kid, you know, my son's in Zoom. I have a little two-year-old. My son is 11. Mm. Um, so so it's been, a, honestly, I, it might sound kind of weird, but I, I've been having a smooth ride. Amen. But praise Amen. God, a smooth ride just because I've been working, my brother. You know, be, be, and I know there's a lot of people out there that, that didn't, that you know, that are not working and I pray for them, you know, because that's sad, you know, it, it's sad. And, um, and, and, but you know, uh, I've been all right, my brother, I just been all right through this whole pandemic. And the Lord has uh, kept, kept you guys healthy and whole and together. Yeah. Healthy. Yeah. He's been, he's been, uh, um, get, um, we've been healthy. Um, nobody has gotten sick. Um, I just have two family members, um, that got sick, but they were only sick for three days. After that, they're fine. They went back to work, you know. Um, but besides that, there hasn't been anything huge in my life or this year that, that went on that stands out, you know. But praise God, though. Praise God. Because that's rare, my brother. Amen. Praise God. What I can honestly say, you know, from, from what I'm getting from my brothers. I mean, yeah, some people this year has been horrible financially, yeah. physically, mentally, spiritually. Yeah. They're going through the fire. But they coming out as gold. Then there's some like you know, uh, not to toot. You know, we don't want to toot our own horns. But uh, yeah. for some people, God has just showed Himself to be consistent. You know, and yeah. uh, like like you said, all year you weren't able to work. All year you got yeah. that OT. Your kids are good. Yeah. Your wife is good. Your marriage is good. And uh, that's just. You know that's a we we definitely products and, of God's grace. Yeah, Amen, brother. And, and man, that's such such a blessing. I, I can't believe it, brother. Because let me tell you something. Back in 2011, when we had the the the, the Great Recession, my brother, or 2009, 2000, yeah, 2009. Um, dude, like my job, we we sank. I didn't work for almost three years. I was on this. I was on disability and um unemployment for two and a half years. I had to go work somewhere else. Um, until construction came back and then I came back to my trade, you know, but I'm just thankful that I didn't go through what I went through that season, you mm. know, 
Come like, on. Like, like I went, yes, brother, that recession was horrible for me. You know, it was, man. But then again, I didn't have the Lord. So I don't know what, you know, what beautiful things the Lord would have, you know, would have blessed me more with if I would have, you know, gave myself to the Lord around that time. Amen. <laughs> no, no, no. Amen. God is faithful. He's consistent. Uh, Amen. He, uh, he. I mean, we're not consistent and we're not faithful. He he, he remains, bro. He definitely remains. Amen. But amen. So, you know, we talked about family. We talked about, uh, you know, God has blessed you. Um, take me back to that that season before you got shot and before. And um, how how was that season? I, I know you you said you was putting in work. You, you're official in the streets. Um mm-hmm. You get shot and then you give your life to the Lord. How? Uh, just real quick, how, how long was it when you gave your life to the Lord, or you you God rescued you after you got shot? Okay, I um okay I got shot in two thousand um, September twenty fourth two thousand and nine. It's when I got shot. I got shot five times. Um, after that, um. Um, I believe I waited five years, even though as soon as I got shot, um, okay, let me tell you something, something really quick. When I got shot, I remember something told me like, you're not going to die. You're not going to die. And, um, and, 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 you know, praise God. And I knew he had a purpose for me. So I didn't die, you know, but, but a few days later, when I came out the hospital, I was telling myself, like, I need to go to church. I need to go to church. And I went for a little bit. Yeah. But then again, then again, I started, I started going back to my old ways, which is just, you know, um, you, you know, smoking weed, doing, you know, doing drugs, drinking, you know, why? Because, dude, I was paranoid. I went five years being paranoid. I felt like, like they were going to come back and shoot me again. I felt like they were going to come back and kill me, you know, and I was always paranoid. And it came to a point where I was like, you know what? I'm tired of feeling paranoid. I'm tired I'll be outside my window, my brother. I'll be outside my window just looking um, to see if they were coming. You know, like like paranoid type stuff to where, like, my wife got tired of it. She was like, you got issues, <laughs> you know. And, and, it, and, dude, it was actually just the enemy. It was the devil working me. I had demonic spirits in me, you know. And I didn't even know it, you know. And um, and so there's one day... um. Um, I told myself, you know, I'm tired of this life. I'm tired of feeling paranoid. And I told my wife, let's go, let, let's go to, let's go to church. And I knew a pastor at work. At work, he's a foreman. He was a pastor. He always invited me to his church right here in Buena Park. And, and one day, I was like, Pastor, where's your church at? I want, I would like to go. And you know, he gave me his address. And that Sunday, man, I just started going. And little by little, my brother. I just started changing for the Lord. I gave myself to, to Christ. I got married because I got convicted that I was living in sin. You know, because mm. I was living I was living with my wife who with my girlfriend at the time for nine years. So that that's you know, that's sin. That's a, um adultery. And um and, and I got convicted and I was like, babe, let's get married. She was like, Let's do it in the name of Jesus. And then after that, bro, I just started growing. Well, I started growing. I started backsliding again um, for like two years. I started backsliding. And then the last, the, this, these last three years is where I could really say I was going hard for the Lord. You mm. know, because, because when I was backsliding, my brother, I, w- I didn't feel that connection with God. Because I feel like if you're drinking and you're smoking weed, 
like something I was doing, you're not going to have that connection because you need to be sober minded. Like, like, yes, God might, might hear your, your prayers, but man, how more, how more powerful is your prayer when you're sober? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, and I seen my life change once I submitted fully to the Lord. Mm, That's when I on. seen my life change completely, my brother. I stopped smoking. I stopped drinking. And because like I said, I was backsliding. I was drinking and smoking. But like God was blessing me. But I was like, you know what? I want to get blessed more. I'm tired of living lukewarm. You know what mm, I'm saying? Come on, come on. And I and I and yeah, and I um I stopped um all that, my brother. <laughs> Amen. One of the things. So I'm listening to you talk about when you first started going to church, yeah. and then finally when you fully surrendered. Yeah. Talk to us about what you did differently. Okay, from going from the first time, and then fully surrendering. What did you do that that helped you with better? What what did you were more effective in your walk you were closer to god what are the things that you can share that you did differently from the first time and the second time um uh, man i have to be real simple my brother it was um it was actually i changed uh i changed churches my brother okay um i changed churches not that pastor rogers i love him that's where i got saved he even married me you know not that but sometimes and there was like kind of an older crowd you know, yeah. like older crowd. So I was like, hmm, let's see what's what's somewhere else along my age, you know, or, you know, roughly. So so I went to Chapel of Change right here in Paramount. The pastor, my brother, he did 16 years in prison. Um, So I was able to relate a lot to him. He did 16 years in prison. He came out. He, man, he's powerful. The Holy Spirit is moving there. His wife is powerful. And and. And he just started preaching the word a little different. He started, you know, the, I started getting convicted, you know, and um, and and also I uh, I was being obedient to the Lord. I submitted myself. That was the key, my brother. Obediency to the Lord. That's where everything started changing. That's where I told myself, like, Lord, um, I want I want to stop smoking and drinking. Like, like I just, you know, like I said before, I wanted to get blessed more. Um, and but most importantly, I wanted to be right with the Lord. I wanted to be holy. I wanted to know that for sure I am going to uh, um, to heaven. You know what I'm saying? Um, because when I was living, you know, lukewarm, it was like sometimes I felt like I was into heaven, and sometimes I felt like I was doing wrong. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I didn't like, you know, being double-minded. And you know what it says in the Bible about being double-minded. <laughs> you know and, and then my brother there was one thing when i came to patch uh, pa- uh chapel of change we started going to the altar and pray this is the first time i go to a church and they let us kneel down in the altar and my brother once i w- I'll, I'll go there every time every day I, I'll, you know i'll go there every thursday and um, sunday and man it was su- such a different experience um kneeling down in front of everybody and just you know laying down your problems to the Lord and just feeling God's goodness, feeling God's um, power in you. That's what made me change my brother, mm. you know, because there's something I noticed this, my brother, that people keep going to church, keep going to church. But if you never really felt God's love, like, like, like love in the Holy spirit, then if you never felt that, then you're never really going to know God, I feel like, you know, because I feel it's like a high, it's like a di- addictive. Like, I want to keep 
I'm feeling that love and that love, you know, like, like getting um fulfilled, brother, like going to church, you know, praying after you do all that. You how do you feel? You feel like a warrior, you know, <laughs> mm, come on. Yeah. And you know what? An altar call will change your life. You know, uh, yeah, I think for some altar calls become like uh, they're not healthy because people don't understand the, the importance of them. They don't understand what it means. And for some, yeah. it's just that little time with God, just that few minutes, that few moments. And you're like, you know what, Lord, I, I leave it at your feet. Lord, this Amen. is the time that I cast my cares upon you. This Ooh. is the times that I, I, I get him. This is could be your secret place for some, you know. But amen. amen. Talk to us a little bit about, you know, um, you said you got uh, shot five times, but you're like 50. Yeah. About 50, got shot nine, right? <laughs> yeah, no, nah, like Tupac. No. Nah. <laughs> Tupac. And so yeah, you got yeah. shot at the age of, you said 20, correct? Yeah, yes, my brother. Um, uh, I was already working in construction. I was a fifth stage apprentice. And um, it was a Thursday night, my brother. And, um, you know, around that time, I was like, you know, into um you know my friends a lot i had burly my son was a three months and i wasn't with my with my girlfriend at the time i um i left her we broke up you know so because i wanted to be free i wanted to be single um so you know long story short my brother um it was a uh, september 24th i was gonna go pick up my girl cousin because we we're gonna go to a uh, to a club right there in long beach and, um, you know, around 10 o'clock, my mom calls. My mom goes, um, mijo, like, come home already. You got to work tomorrow. You got to work tomorrow. What are you doing on a Thursday night? You know, you got to come home. And then I'll go, mom, mom, it's okay. I'm just right here on Cornuda. <laughs> I got hey. shot on Cornuda. I got shot on Cornuda. Um, um, you know, not, not, uh, not, pretty, not glorifying it, you know, in no type of way. But I did get shot there. And um and she goes, Mijo, come home and I'm like, I'll be home right now. And um, yeah, my brother, I actually in those fifteen minutes when I hung up with my mom, my girl cousin was like, Hey, you want an ecstasy pill? And I'm like, Yeah, why not? She gave me an ecstasy pill called the Red Devil. Whoa, you know, not, nothing's by accident. There's no coincidence in life, you know? Yeah. And so she gave me the the, the, the pill, and yes, uh, we popped it, and we're, you know, and we're, boom, I jumped in my car. We're like, all right, let's get ready to go to the club. Next thing I know, I was parked in front of my aunt's house, and I just heard gunshots. Boom, 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 boom. I had a, a black Magnum, and that's where I got shot. My, shot, my car got shot nine, nine times, and I got shot uh, five. I got shot four on the side of my stomach. And I got shot one behind my head. Um, but by the grace of God, by the love of God, I am alive. Praise the Lord. Wow. Um, amen. Um, you know, I, I thank God because, man, people get shot one time and they die. Like, like I got shot five times and I'm still here. Like, not by accident. Remember, there is no coincidence, no act. No, it's because of God. God amen, says, amen, amen. God said, it's not your time, son. I got a purpose for you. It's not your time, you know. And it was funny, my brother, because when we um um before you called me, I was looking at Jeremiah, 
I believe it was Jeremiah, like chapter one, verse like four or five, where it says, oh, I oh, knew oh, you. That's my favorite scripture. Get it, though. <laughs> you know what he said? I Get knew it. you be when you were formed in the womb. or I, was, I knew you yes. uh, before you were in the womb. Come on. Like, like he knew me. He knew what was going to happen. He knew one day I, I was going to serve the Lord. You know, and, and the enemy was trying to like the enemy was trying to kill me. The the enemy, you know, was just trying to uh, put me away, man. Was just trying to send me to hell, man. But the grace of God, He had a different purpose for me. But I did get shot, and, and um, I, I, honestly, it didn't hurt. I didn't feel anything. The only thing I felt was one gun, gunshot wound going through my stomach. I felt like a worm. A worm was going through my stomach, and then when I got shot behind my head, I felt like somebody hit me with a hammer behind my head. But Dang. praise God! Ouch. But praise God! The 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 nine millimeter um, bullet hit my car first, and then it hit me in back of the head. So it didn't have that much velocity to go in, you know. So it kind of like it just punctured me, like boom. And then my head in the back. On my left side, my left side of the top of my head just started squirting out like a, like a, um, like a water hose, like 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 warmness. All I felt was warmness, like a water hose. And I had three of my friends in the back, and dude, he would. I, I never heard them crying, like crying, you know. They were like, damn it, damn it, oh, don't go to sleep, like dude. They were crying like women. <laughs> you know, so that kind of like like spooked me out. Yeah. Like, dude, I never heard that that voice so cracky. So, you know, um, so what would end up happening, brother? Um, um, man, God was good. I I got went I went to the hospital to Kaiser, but Kaiser was closed because they were shipping all their um all their stuff to Downey because they just had barely built Downey Kaiser. So okay. when I went to the okay. emergency room. To, to Bellflower, the emergency room was closed. So, so man, my dude, right there, I already knew I was gonna die. Right there, I leaned behind a column at the emergency room, and I was like, like there, I couldn't walk, I, I couldn't move, like my body was shutting down. That's when I started getting scared, cause I couldn't, you know, like, like imagine you're trying to walk and you just couldn't, like you know. So, uh, man, God, man, my, I told my friend. Um, um, Jojo, call the ambulance, call the ambulance. He called the ambulance in like one or two minutes. They were right there. Boom. Quick. Quick. They got there quick. They cut my shirt in and boom, they sent me to St. Francis. They sent me, they sent me to St. Francis. Next thing you know, man, I, I woke up. I woke up and, and, and I remember my, my aunt was like, Dave, you're going to make it, man. You know, you're going to make it. And and man, it was just, it was just a, a a real crazy time in my life. And I and looking back at it now, it was just God was moving, you know, through the mm -hmm. operational room. I got a big old scar on my stomach. I, I even I still have one bullet on the side of my uh, side of my like a stomach. Like you could feel it. Like you know, you could feel it. And, um, man, like, I should have been paralyzed. I shouldn't even be walking, brother. But, dude, like, I recovered 100%. Amen. You know, 100%. I, you know, I could use the restroom good. I could breathe good. I could walk. I could run. You know, like, there's nothing wrong with me. And I just thank God for it, bro. Amen. Like you said, dude, it's crazy. Like, one bullet normally yeah. would end somebody's life. 
and for you, yeah. it was five, and and you still are here. Um, the scripture that you referenced, mm-hmm. which is uh, one of my faves, it's Jeremiah one five uh, four, and five. It says, mm-hmm. "Now the word of the Lord came to me, saying, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you, and before you were born, I considered you. I appointed you a prophet to the nations." Man, that's powerful because we know that we're predestined. Amen. You know, God is the Alpha and the Omega, which is the A and the Z. He knows the beginning to the end. And so all the things we go through, you know, it's it's definitely uh, sometimes, you know, we we don't understand. We don't get it. But at the end, God has a purpose and a plan for it all. That's a powerful testimony, man. And it was crazy because... Your mom, your mama called you first. It was your mom or yes. your aunt? Yes, brother. It was my mom. Your mama's be you knowing. Know? I don't know what they got that. They got that. Right. They got that. I always tell people. Instinct. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy because, you know, I tell people, you know, God honors prayer. God loves prayer. But something different about mama's prayer. Yeah. Something different about grandma's prayer or auntie's yeah. prayer. I don't know if it's because the Lord listens. Because women, they, they have that. Diff- I don't know what it, I can't call it. But yeah. <laughs> sometimes my mom would be like, hey, something ain't right. And I'd be like, are you tripping again? You tripping again. But mamas yeah. be knowing, man. Mamas be knowing. Definitely. They do. So, you know, we again, we talked about a lot. We talked about, you know, we talked about your, your coming to the Lord. We talked about where you grew up. Um, we talked mm-hmm. about, you know, uh, just your life in general. Yeah. Um, You know, uh, so when was that moment that you felt like, you know, that, that God moment, you know, everybody has a God moment before they come to know, before they come to the Lord. I mean, what, what, what was it that really took you from being, you know, uh, being David Silva just there to, mm-hmm. to actually uh, getting, going to church? Like what, 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 what led you to, to turn your life over? I know that you had your, your issues in the beginning, but you definitely yeah. were on that path. Like, what, what what was that God moment uh, uh, um, like? What led you to say, you know, Lord, I, I'm gonna start going to church? Like, what was that all about? You know what? Oh man, um, I'm, yeah, it's because okay, um, I was living with my mom's and one of her like units, you know, and um, and I got kicked out. I got she told me, you know, my um, my my uncle, rest in peace. He uh. He, you know, he hung himself on Cornuda also. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, in the same, same, right in front of the same house where I got shot. That's why I always believe Cornuda and Eucalyptus is a demonic round. Right? Like, I, I feel the same demon that was trying to kill me is the same demon that made my uncle um, hang himself in his garage. Mm. You know, um, but going back... Um, what, what made me, my mom, like I said, my mom was going through a tough time around this time because I call my mom, my grandma is my mom. You know, my grandma, she raised me, you know, and um, so her son. So she was like, she was just battling, you know, battling and, and I don't know how we got in this argument. She was like, you need to leave this and this and that. So I, so, you know, so that really broke my heart because I was like, how is a, a woman I mean, the only woman that I love, the only person that that I thought that would never like, um, you know, throw me on the street, um, 
um, will do that to me. So, so I moved to my mother-in-law's house, you know, after finding, try, uh, stressing out, trying to find an apartment or something, my, my wife was like, let's just go to my mom's house and stay there, you know, and then after that, we're going to, you know, buy a house. So I was like, okay. So we did that. And then I was, I was sitting there in the room and I'm like, I'm like, dude, if my mom, my own mom could like throw me out on the street and I felt like I wasn't loved, <clears throat> you know, I was like, I was like, I need a, I was like, you know what? I need to get closer to my God that mm. really loves me, yeah. you know, cause I feel insecure at the time. I was like, dude, if my mom, could, well, you know, if my mom could kick me out of her own place. I mean, what makes me think I'm living in another person's house? What makes me think they won't kick me out either with my family? Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, so, dude, that's when I just started, you know what? I'm going to go hard for the Lord. Oh, and then that's when I transferred churches. And, 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 and when I went to the altar, that's where everything changed for me. I, t- I, I that's where I really, really felt the Lord. Mm. you know was at that altar and was it's because i told god like lord I, I you know i don't have nobody like i said i'm the only child you know i don't have nobody to lean on you know i've been backsliding all these years i'm like lord i, I just want to know you more i want to have a better relationship with you lord i want to i want to repent i want to be obedient lord you know and once i i, I really gave myself to the christ like that like I said, um, little by little, things started changing. I started finding a babysitter for my little for my little daughter. Um, um, well, oh, and then I started becoming a foreman at work. I work. Um, they they promoted me to become the youngest foreman in my construction company. And, and oh. then you know, yeah, I just started. Man, things just started moving along. And and you know, God and my next step. I don't know. I got pre qualified for a house. So I started putting you know, offers in for a house. So, dude, like, God was just started moving in my life, you know, after that. And I loved it. Like I said, it was like a high. Like, I want more. I, I want more of you, Lord. I want more of you, Lord. You know what I'm saying? Because he, he made me happy. He made me feel secure. He made me feel like any everybody else could abandon me. They could throw me out, but he never will. Ooh, you come know? on. Come on. <laughs> Amen. But but then then I always, I prayed to God like because uh, there was a time a season where I felt like I I felt like my mom wasn't showing me no love. I felt neglected, you know. So I told like Lord like Lord, all I want is for my I want my mom to show me that she loves me. I want her to call me, show some affection. You know what I'm saying? And and it took a few years, but you know what? Now she's calling me. You know she loves me. Everything's good. Yeah, come on, come on, <laughs> praise come on. God. Hey, Man. God is able to restore uh, yes. broken relationships. That's awesome, dude. Now, my mom is my mm. best friend, man. She's she's my girl. Yeah. She'll she'll Amen. go and she'll go and kill for me. But then if I do Amen. something I ain't supposed to, she'll try to kill me too. So, yeah. <laughs> Amen. So, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna change it up a little bit. Uh, okay. Talk to us about what it, uh, what you're listening to right now. What your playlist look at look like. Okay. What kind of music you into? Um, talk to us about uh, how yeah, important man. it is to, uh, as a Christian, to keep that playlist gospel clean, clean. Amen. You know what I mean? Uh, so who are you listening to right now? Um, honestly, KMF, uh, uh, KMF uh, Kingdom Music, brother, all day. Kingdom Music, all day. 
Um, you know, I stay away from secular music. I don't listen to any of that. Um, it was easy for me just because, you you know, the, the, the Bible says you got to, um, you know, watch out what you hear. So it's like, why are you going to be hearing this secular music that talks about everything God is against? You Ooh, know what I'm saying? I like so that. You, I like they're, that. They're praising, they're, they're glorifying the same sin that that Jesus Christ died for. You know what I'm saying? So so and, and I just couldn't get that. And, and I didn't like it. Like, once you know the truth, like I forgot what, what verse it says in the Bible, but it says, like, once you know the truth, the more you'll hate. You know what I'm saying? Mm. You know, like I started hating the secular music because especially like, like, like um, um, uh, what are, uh, what's her name? Like Cardi B and, and um, you know, some other, those, those, those artists, man, that I just, out to me, I, I just can't, I, I can't hear them because of what they stand for. Mm. Um, but, but I listen to, I, I love gossip, uh, gossip, not gossip. Uh, I love gossip, gospel. too. <laughs> <laughs> I love gospel. gossip. I mean, and gospel. <laughs> <laughs> the truth will set you free. The yeah, truth will right? set you free. No, but talk to me. Gospel, man. Gospel. Yeah, gospel. Gospel, yes. Yeah. Gospel. Um, um, you know, I have two different types. You know, I have my 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 uh, my slow gospel where you know I, I i give the the uh you know the god my god his time i i like i like that slow me melody and at the same time sometimes when i'm hyped or i'm working now at the gym or whatever i like to hear like the kingdom music little up type you know a little up type uh, um tempo mm. and um and, and yeah brother that's all i listen to i i try to stay clean brother i try to stay clean man <laughs> amen who who uh, who's your favorite from KMF? Who you who's your? Uh, uh, I like uh, you know I like Brian T, brother. But also I'm not liking uh young uh young bro. That's... I like the uh the, the young disciples. Okay. You know they're cool. No, they're they're awesome, brother. Um, um, dude, they're they're beautiful, man. You know. Amen. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. You know, uh, when I first got saved, you know, I've been around for a minute. So uh, when I first came across KMF, I ain't going to lie. I was like, ah, you know, because I was yeah. all like hog mob. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Oh, like, yeah. Oh, I like seven, too. My brother yeah. seven is awesome. Yeah. My favorite seven. from the mob is uh, hog mob is uh, seven deuce. That uh, That's yeah. one of my faves. And I was all yeah. seven. Uh, I was all uh, hog mobbed out. And then I was G-O-M. And then, you know, yeah. of course, I like my reach record guys, too. But um, yeah. recently... Like it's crazy because re recently I started listening to Young Bro, and then uh, oh, yeah. Antoine Hill is my—I uh, love that dude too. But I, yeah. I like Little Marco too. I don't know if you know Little who he Marco. is. Nah, He's the one that did that four bars with him, with Young Bro. Okay. But uh, nah, dude, Kingdom Music is—I'm gonna say this, and I know a lot of people or whoever's listening to it may get mad, but I really feel like if you want to listen to biblical gospel music i'm um I'm, I'm saying they're they're the ones putting it down right now okay. i ain't saying that yeah. gom ain't i ain't saying that yeah. hog mob ain't reach records ain't yeah. uh, uh rmg ain't you know none of those guys i'm just i'm just my yeah. playlist i ain't gonna lie right now one of my favorite songs in the whole wide world is local for the lord local that is my favorite my kids <laughs> love that song yeah. uh 
I'm gonna tell you right now. I'm on. I'm on a playlist right now. I'm looking at mine. My first uh-huh. song is "Line in the Sand," "Local for the Lord," "Stay Focused," yes. "Why Why hey. God's So Good," and then it goes into uh, "I'm Yours, Young Bro," "80s Baby," "Illuminate." Yeah. You know, um, another dude is uh, "No Big Deal," but um. Okay. Yeah, I'm missing, uh, I love. Uh, I, I I um I'm a hip hop guy. I'm sure yeah. you know. You seem to be a hip hop guy, like. It's yeah. always good to listen to some dope music with some biblical content. It just, it just is better for you, man. Oh yeah, definitely it is, man. Um, uh, like, do you like Satisfy So? Um, no, I never heard of that one. I never or heard Kingdom of Kingdom Music. Okay, they knew. Or Time to Grow. Uh, it's just two new songs. Time to Grow. Have you heard that one? Kingdom Music. Time to Grow with Brian T and Young Bro. Oh no 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 no! I got I got to get in though. Yeah, brother, really awesome songs right there. Amen. Um, yeah, brother. So talk to us a little bit about hobbies, man, things you enjoy doing, uh, maybe something that maybe people don't know about you, some of your hidden talents, some of your things yeah. you like, you know, you like taking, you like jazz, you know, you like pumpkin pie, I don't know. Yeah. Um, I know you like honestly, gossip. No. <laughs> that's something i don't like you know I, i've been like training myself you know with my wife not to gossip you mm. feel me that you know like, like i like i tell everybody like dude when, you, when you're into this walk you gotta practice you know yeah, yeah, practice sure. the things you're not good at brother you know like, like for me some things might be easier for me to handle versus you know somebody else you know like like for example like drugs maybe for me it's harder um, for me to for me it's harder uh, uh, to stay away from drugs than than somebody else. But then yeah, somebody yeah. else could be attached to lust, to to porn or something. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I feel so, you. So so yeah. My thing is, you just gotta practice, Amen. practice Amen. Uh, in your weaknesses, my brother. You know, you can't you can't live in sin. You can't practice in sin. Yeah, we're gonna sin. You know, but don't be practicing it. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Um. Um, but uh, what was the question, my brother? Again, the question was, it in, uh, you know, some hidden hobbies, some talents. Oh yes, yes. Stuff you hey, like man, to do, huh? you know, because you know, people think that Christians just walk around like, oh, thank you, Jesus, yeah. hallelujah. Like, come on, bro, we live in this world, but we're not of it. Like, we can yeah. love sports, <laughs> we can love yeah. hobbies, we can like yeah. cheesecake. It's cool. Yeah. I mean, even yeah, if your favorite rapper is six nine, it's cool, bro. I ain't gonna get mad at you. <laughs> But go ahead and talk to us, man. Talk to us, man. Yeah, for sure, my brother. Uh, okay. Um. Well, actually, I love I love basketball. I love sports. I love basketball. I love to work out. I love to, I love to be active. I love to ride my bike. I love to go hiking. I love I love to go hunting. Um. I love to do all those uh, things, man. Um. But but I lo- I love to swim. I love to be at the beach. Every anything that's the um, do with activity. I like to travel, my brother. I love Oregon. I, I love the wilderness. Um, uh, I, I, you know, I, I love the United States, man. I love the United States of America. Yes, yes. Um, I, I'm blessed to, to be here in this beautiful country. Um, let me see. Uh, and, um, yeah, man. And I, li- I like to be with my kids. I like to be with my wife. And and you know what? I love to talk to brothers in Christ. Amen. I love that. It, it rejuvenates me. You know, definitely, like talking definitely. to you right now. Like right now, I'm just like happy. Amen. You know what I'm saying? Like it's you know you know how I get you know because I'm not gonna lie. Like in my work area, 
There's probably like one Christian out of every 10 people. Or oh, 15. for sure, for sure, yeah. I get, you know I mean, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah, So whenever I get to talk to a brother in Christ, man, that's awesome because we both could relate. We yes, both know yes. God, you know what I'm saying? So it just brings joy, man. So, yeah, no, no. so yeah, I, I like to just be active, my brother. Be active in Jesus' name. Amen. You know, it's crazy when you find another Christian at work, it's like you you found that you little leprechaun. You can't stop talking. You're like, yeah. <laughs> You're like, hey man, you you for real? Like, yeah, I'm like, okay, yeah. so check this out. So a couple of days ago, I'm at work, yeah. and this this black yeah. brother walks in, and this <laughs> and my coworkers watching him, and he's standing yeah. behind me, and my coworkers looking at him like, what's that black dude looking at David like that for? But he doesn't know yeah. that I'm not turned around, and so yeah. that brother lo- leans into me, and I'm like, what's this dude standing behind me for? This guy's a nut, and I said, <laughs> I'm like, hey, what's? He goes, hey, bro, what you listening to? I said, I'm listening to some Christian hip-hop. Why, what's up? That's right. And he's like, right. I'm a believer. And then right away, we just like <laughs> right. fell in love, bro. The bromance yeah. started. I was like, no, you didn't. He's like, yeah. I go, who's your favorite? And we just, dude, an hour later, we're still chopping it up. So now I get you on That's that, right. man. Because when you that, find... That, or, or, yeah, or you're passing down the hallway like, hey, Jesus. Jesus Christ. Hey, the, you know what I'm saying? You're like, I love you, God. Yeah, yeah, you can't, yeah, you can't, you got to say something while, you know, when you guys pass each other, you know, you can't, you know, Amen. it's fun, man. I know what you mean, my brother. I actually, um, um, I just met a brother like, like a month ago at my job site, you know, he's a pre, he's a preacher, but in Spanish, mm. you know, but, but dude, like you said, every time we pass by each other, Hey, you know, God is good. You know, Amen. praise God, you know, you know, praise God for this Monday. You know, so, man, that's awesome, my brother. Mm-hmm. And, 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 like, I was telling them, I was like, imagine if this whole world, if everybody was just praising God. If everybody was mm. a believer, we would not have sickness. The, the, the world will be totally different. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? We'll be overpowering the, the, the kingdom of darkness. You know what I'm saying? Woo! I feel you. Man. I feel you. And, you know, it's it's so crazy, man, as that you say, because, like, uh, I'm be having a, oh, I'm being an okay day. You know, I don't really... Yeah. I really have, I mean, thank God that I'm able to have pretty decent days, but there's some days where I'm just like, man, I got to, and, and I run into somebody and, and, and I'm just pouring into them. You know, I'm sharing something, yeah. I'm encouraging, I'm letting them know Jesus loves them, they're they going to get yeah. through, I pray for them, and I walk away, like you said, energized and reunited, yeah. re- reignited, ready to get back in that fight. So, hey, amen, right. I feel you on that, bro. No, yeah, bro, and like, like you know, sometimes you know, you go, you know, talking about coworkers and you know, t- telling them about the gospel. Um, man, sometimes you know, it does get a little draining. You know, yes, sometimes yes, some people does. don't want don't want to hear it, but you know what? God's word never gets void. Ooh, you know, come you're on, planting come on. that seed. You're planting that seed in yes, their mind. Yes, you know what I'm saying? You're not. Oh, oh, my brother, let me take you back really quick. Sometime, Ooh, come uh, on, really come on. quick. My brother, check this out. Now I remember, okay, I don't know if you could get saved twice. Can you get saved, my brother? Can you get saved twice? <laughs> I don't know. I don't think so, but hey, come I on. I don't know, but check this out. Let, let me tell you this, bro. After I got shot, I forgot to um, add this. You know, after I got shot, my brother, probably like eight months after I got shot, bro, I was I was at a party. I was at a party right here in Bellflower. And, and you know, I had my gun on me. Um, I was, you know, and, um, and a brother, bro, his name is Rodrigo Diaz, my brother, never gonna forget him, he lives right here, bro, 
he told me, you know, I was, dude, I was dancing, you know, I was dancing or whatever. And he goes, hey, bro, um, I know what happened to you. Can I pray for you? And I'm like, well, you want to pray for me? And I'm like, yeah, bro, you want to pray? And I'm like, all right. He goes, hey, but let's go in my car real quick. And I was like, all right. So, dude, I left the party. So at this time, you know, I'm still paranoid, and I knew there was a God, brother. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So something in me, look, look, something in me took me out of that party. You know, I didn't stay in that party. Something, t- somebody, something took me away. We went inside his Honda, my brother. He had a Bible. He had a Bible in his car. He goes, "Okay, brother, um, do you believe Jesus Christ?" You know, as your, you know, as your savior, do you believe that he died for us and that he rose from the dead? He said all that, brother. He said all this when I was on, I was on ecstasy and I had a gun, in, in my in, inside, you know, my la- you know, yeah, on yeah, my yeah. waist, and, and I get, and I don't. That's what I'm saying. Can you get saved twice? But he planted that seed. I don't know if I got saved. I don't know. Only God knows because I did. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 um, I, I, you know, I, um, I confess with my mouth that Jesus is Lord, yeah. you know, at that time, bro, that was such a beautiful moment in my life. That's where, and that's where I know he planted that seed brother. And then, and then a few years later, that's when, you know, I started going. So I no, forgot to add that. <laughs> no, you know what? I mean, the Bible clearly says this, that, that no one comes to the father, but through the son. And then there's yes. another portion of scripture that talks about, but nobody comes but by the spirit. So when the Ooh. spirit draws a man, it takes yeah. time. Sometimes it's not overnight. I mean, I yes. remember, and not to to deviate from your story, but yeah. I remember my, my, my process was like, I met this chick and she was the devil. Well, at least I thought she was. And uh, yeah. <laughs> it took yeah. her like three, four months to like start... Like she was going to church being wishy-washy and everything. But God was yeah. using this girl to bring me back. And like she would count, you need to go to church with me. I go, and you go to church on Friday and you're coming home with me on Friday night. You go to church <laughs> yeah, on Sunday yeah, yeah. and then we getting drunk Sunday night together. Nah, I'm cool. I yeah. already know about God. I grew up pretty much in the church and I'm not trying yeah. to play with God right now. I know what I got to do. And yeah. that process took like a year before I went to the Christian men's home. So I, I could honestly say, like, there's a season, like I always tell everybody, there's a season where God begins to draw you in. Yeah. And, and a lot of things start happening. You start asking questions and things start making sense. And, you know, you're fighting, you're battling that, that um, what do you call it? Um, You're battling that, that flesh. You know, you want this, the yeah. world, but you know that there's something different. And maybe you don't know what you're fighting. You don't know what's going on in your spirit, your soul. You're, you're like, what's going on here? But amen. So as we come to a close, my question to you at this point is, is uh, what, uh, imagine this. Right now you, you have your final opportunity to tell the world, to tell somebody something. Your last message, your last, uh, God's pretty much, God, Jesus is saying, hey, if you're going to preach, this is going to be the last message you preach. What are you saying? What are you telling people? Man, in the name of Jesus, um, I could just tell him to uh, look to God. I, 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 for everybody that um, that's out there that's hurting, that's depressed, um, that has anxiety, that lost their jobs, um, maybe they got sick. You know, I, I pray that um, you know you turn to God, you submit your life to God. 
um, you start with the foundation, which is read the Bible. Uh, I'm praying. I'm showing love to people. Um, but most importantly, get saved in the name of Jesus. Um, you know, give your life to the Lord, you know, because we don't know what's going to happen next year. Um, only God knows. And we don't know when he's coming. You know, the, the end times are here, you know. Ooh, come and, on. Um, and, and I just pray for people to just open up their eyes in the mighty name of Jesus and, and look towards God, man. That's what I'll say, my brother. Amen. <clears throat> and just a just a real quick joke. Uh, yeah. I heard that you're also the ambassador to God is dope. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love that sweater, man. Hey. I've been it everywhere. I bought a few of them actually, brother. Uh, um, come on. Yeah, bro. But uh, hey, man, <laughs> what a blessed time we what we we were and we all were at an hour and eight minutes. Woo. Hey, hey praise man, God, I'm, man. It's I know your story is is bigger than an hour and eight minutes. Yeah. I know your testimony is much bigger than an hour and eight minutes. Uh, but I, uh, again, man, you are definitely a, 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 a product of grace, man, of God's grace, man. God's mercy. God, when he gets a hold of a man, if he's going to you, he's going to get you, he's going to get you. And, and as I'm listening to her story, it sounds like. You know, uh, uh, there's where God was, you know, giving you. He was bringing you in, and you had your battles. You had your ups and your downs. You got shot. You, you know, broken relationships, ups and downs. And at the end, God got His way with you. And so, yeah. I think you're 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 a testimony to when God starts something, He finishes it. And maybe yeah. we know your story is not done. Your story die. Your story ends when you're six feet under. And you're with, the, and you're in the presence of the Lord. Mm -hmm. But uh, man, I, I I appreciate you, man. I love you. Thank God yeah. for you, man. And uh, thank you for coming yeah. on and and sharing yeah. your life, sharing your testimony. Mm -hmm. And um, man, um, I pray God's blessings on you, and I pray that God will continue to use you. That's your job, and um, that He will strengthen you, you. and um, you continue thank to you, use my you. brother. Thank you, brother. Hey, I just want to say thanks for having me, man. It was such a blessing. It was an honor. To be on your podcast, um, you know, it just it, it brought joy to my heart. You know, I'm all smiling right now. You know, just because you know effect. we're giving glory. Yeah, we're giving glory to God right now. You know, and 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 showing people what God could could do in people's lives. Amen. You know, and um, and God is real. Uh, uh, you know, I had two miracles done on me. That that's you know that's for another topic. But okay. um, again, David the preacher. Thank you again for having me, man. I love you, and God bless you, and may God keep blessing you um, with this podcast and keeps reaching the souls and saving souls, my brother. <laughs> Amen, man. Thank you very much, man. God bless you. You have a good night. All right. Thank you, brother. God bless. Right. Bye-bye. Hey, now, another amazing, amazing, amazing. I got to give him one. Give, I got to give him one. Bye, Felicia. Give him two. Bye, Give him three. Bye, Hallelujah. Bye, Amen. Felicia. So that was amazing. Amazing, amazing, amazing. My brother sharing his life story of just, he's just definitely a product of grace. You know, God has definitely done a, a work in his life. God has definitely uh, showed himself real, you know, when he gets a hold of a man and he doesn't let him go. And so 
Big shout out to my brother again, David Silva, aka God Soldier. You can go ahead and get him on um, Instagram, Facebook, uh, David Silva. There and um, big shout outs to my boy One of One, Jesse, for uh, introducing me to uh, David as his cousin. Two brothers doing it real big for the kingdom. But again, like I always say, man, it's been fun, but I got to run. And um, yeah, till next time, may the Lord bless you. And remember, in everything you do, give God glory. Here we go. Faithfulness